Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. Today's episode of Zane's World is brought to you by Adventure. Adventure Apparel. Live, travel, explore with adventure. That's it. That's the first. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's, that's, not gonna be, that's not part of the announcement when you say, oh, yeah. After it sounds good, though. When Hess doesn't know what to say, he just goes, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> sounds good, though. I'm going to make an announcement to the people uh, the, of the podcast listening community that we are, with adventure, starting in 2018, we are planting three trees with every purchase, whether you're buying like a hat, even a sticker. Is it possible with a sticker? You give me that look like, I don't know. Yes, it's every <laughs> yes, purchase. Yes, it's every, every purchase. purchase, yes. We're going to plant millions of trees. Mm-hmm. This is part of our big announcement that's coming next year. I'm just letting you guys know ahead of time. And we're even though we're not announcing it on our store, every purchase at adventure.com, which is A-D-V-3-N-T-U-R-E. So the, the, the three stands for the three trees that we're planting. Yeah. Uh, every purchase from adventure.com starting like literally last month. We're planting three trees. Yeah. We just haven't told people about it, right, which, is, which right. is amazing. Uh, let me bring in um, my my, bu- my buddy Steve. Hey! Um, that, oh, wait, I'm just so off. I promise you, by like the 100th podcast. There we go. Yes, hey Steve McKenna guys. from... How you doing? Thanks he, for having me again. I feel very honored <laughs> to be a part what of this. A dummy. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, hold on. We have a visitor. Yes, good. come in. We have... Hey, Mel. Wow. Oh, wow. Hi. Oh, wow. Those are so pretty. You oh. have brought us... Pretty man. woman. Thank you very much. Walking down the street. This is a... Uh, is this that looks Aperol? so good. An Aperol spritz? This looks so Mel, good. thank you. Oh, my God. That's... Yeah, that's Wait, is it- legit. Holy cow. I want one. That is... <laughs> <laughs> oh, these are good. Whoa. Um, this podcast wine. is now going to be a whole new podcast. So, I by think. the way, do you know the the in, the recipe for an Aperol spritz? No, dump it in. I'll take it. No. <laughs> Hes, go ahead. You make it. The recipe. I'll tell you is what. It, is it. Right, no, go ahead, Steve. Tell us. Tell us. Go ahead. All you need for an Aperol spritz yeah. is, I mean, the best ones are made with rosé because they're very light. They're very, you know, sensual. They're very summery, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I think that's Aperol what's in this one. I can tell. Is, you know, kind of a summery thing. So you got rosé, and you obviously you have Aperol. You have a little club soda. Oh you got ice. God. You fill up your wine glass to the top and just chug it all day on the beach. Yep. Take a plastic wine glass, though. Beach? Well, um, beach. It's three parts. So it's one part um, sparkling wine. It's one part Aperol. It's one part club soda. Um, what is the gar... What do you need? A coaster. Yeah, here you go. Erica has this thing for coasters. I can throw it to you. Put even a little, though it's made of... put a little no, here, sit back. in there for a garnish. What happened? Okay. I'll catch it. What's it? What is the garnish, Steve? Orange slice. Orange slice, or oh no, I was gonna say an, an olive, or is that for no. Campari? All right, anyway, uh, orange slice or sometimes I mean, a cherry. So this episode is the Rome episode, and I'm going to. I was. I had. If you guys know the way that I do this, I write like a little uh, brief history of yeah. the place. You write it. I write it. But you write the history of the place. No. What is that? I can't. I write it. it. No. I mean, no. I mean, I write it down. And I read it. So now I'm going to do it from. Um, oh, here we go. This is from Chug on, on Netflix. The ancient city of Rome is a cultural powerhouse. See, it's it all written for me. Mankind's most formidable oh empire. At one point, covering over a million square miles. Today, it's less than 500 square miles. But still, signs of its glory days can be seen all over the city. It's known throughout the world as a religious, artistic, and historic mecca. But what about the drink? Oh, yeah! yeah. 
And then we, uh, then we took the uh, the speed train to um, to uh, uh, Vienna. This <laughs> war, um, yes, exactly. So, and then we said you were supposed to come with us to Rome, but you, your wife said you had to come home and like do you a real job or something like that, and you left. No, you kind of. Uh, what's the what's the word you're looking for? But you you kind of left me off the Rome episode. I, yeah, I was very hurt. We actually we had words about that. You and I. You. Did yeah, I, do you remember? Nah, did I care? Was I how upset was I? Uh, probably. Actually, probably I had I upset. had words with you, but I never probably. told them to you. Oh, so they were <laughs> words. They were actual words. They just yeah, weren't they weren't yeah, vocalized. You, yeah, you didn't hear them. Okay, that's fine. Then, then I don't really care. Um, I to, so before. So you've we, never been to Rome, then, Steve? No. Oh. Dude, so wait for my segment. It's gonna be blistering. Before we yeah. jump into Rome, I have to say that I took some advice. From this podcast, um, from the Los Angeles episode, and I went to the Marion Davies house in Santa Monica. Is that the one you're talking to me, telling tell us about the one on the beach? Where there's like a place yes, you can go after. Not you, Steve, you jackass. Oh, Hess. Yeah. You said there's a place in Santa Monica where you can go and have drinks and then there's like stuff to do and like it's on the beach in Santa yeah, Monica. Yeah, I told you. I, I said think, that. Yeah, I think it was yeah. her. It was you? It was, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Forgot you, Hess. Thanks, Erica. <laughs> yeah. Have Did you, you know? Been? Have you been? Yeah. It was amazing. It's so fun, right? And you know there there are docents in the house. Like any day, they'll give you a tour of the house. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. And so it, basically, it's the girlfriend of William Randolph Hearst, who uh, built this beach house for his his girlfriend Marion Davies, who's an actress. She was from the silent. That's right. You you were saying she was a silent, but she moved on to the talkies because mm-hmm. um, she had a decent voice. And and she would throw a party every weekend, and that was one of the reasons people would have her on their movies because they knew knew that if if she was having a party, they would get to go. Go. Yeah. And the beach house, so there's a guest house, but then the main house is uh, was was torn down. But the foundation of the new like structure that's by the pool there, that's like a public place for people to go in Santa Monica, is the size of the original mansion. Anyway, I, I was I was blown away. Oh my god. Can you imagine the sexual harassment charges that are going to come out of that? <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Seriously, oh, back then those parties. I, I can Holy hear cow. it now. Like next week. What What's he talking? Is he talking about the fact that back in the day there was some shady stuff, or is he talking about something else? I I think that's what. No, he's saying. back in the day in there the was day. some shady stuff. Oh yeah, I mean, and there and there's a casting yeah. couch in every room. But that it's, it'll come out now, I think is what he said. Everybody's coming out. Holy cow. So um, we have some exciting information that will be uh, conveyed to our listeners in this particular episode. Yeah. Um, I don't know. That's that's one of the I think that's one of the cool things is that we don't we don't we don't talk about our segments. So Erica talks about the food. Uh, Steve talks about the the drink. Sometimes he prepares. Um, <laughs> at this point, we've have we have had two episodes, and he's prepared for one out of two, so fifty percent. Actually, so if, hasn't he just prepared for a B side? Like I think that's all. No, he prepared for the LA thing. Oh, he did. Yeah, yeah, because he lived here. Yeah. 
Well, he but he but he just I got is, something really great for B sides tonight. Okay, oh, okay. okay. I'm, we're, I'm excited. <laughs> so for new listeners, B sides are that's the. Um, uh, at the end of the show, after we sign off, then Steve has his own little show. It's called the B Side of Steve McKenna. So yeah, yeah no, this is like two. It's like two podcasts show, in one. It's just me doing some dumb stuff, which is so what we good. do. My headphones are a little weird. I hear you guys perfectly. I can't hear myself that well. But can you guys hear me fine? We hear you really. Oh, well. then that's fine. That's yeah. good. You sure you don't? You I, hear I can me hear you outside? too well, actually. Well, you actually hear me? Okay, good. Then yeah. I'm fine. Um, all right, so um, let's let's break down really really quick because. The thing about Erica, you've been to Rome. Steve yeah. hasn't. Hess has nope, not. Has nope, not been. To Rome. I haven't been. Um, have you seen you a movie that there, took place there? You, Zane? Uh, well, I was yeah. there. I was there shooting Chug, but that was a while ago. Like all, all oh. the Gladiator movies are from there. right? I don't know if they were actually shot no, there. No, they were shot there. Oh well, I mean, I get it. But they did like take pieces and yeah. like, make it look like I, that. Yeah, I trust so, yeah. the set designers. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you should. You should. So not there, much CGI going on there. There are. Um, if you, when you go to Rome, I recommend, and Erica, I'm sure you concur, stay stay in the heart of the city and plan on just walking, walking. around. You cannot have a car. You can't drive a car around Rome. It would be awful. Rome. But it would be also kind of weird because a lot of the streets are these sort of like winding, cobblestone things, but they're lined with like cafes and just tables. tables. Yeah, there's no parking anywhere. Mel and I, when we went there, we Horrible. went there for our honeymoon before we went and shot Chug. And we set our alarm for every hour. We would have to stop whatever we're doing and go and find an April <laughs> every hour. Every hour, <laughs> we got to like seven Dude, or eight. Game plan. Oh my gosh! Oh gosh! And she like, I don't know if it was clear as to what was happening in the beginning of the show. Mel walked in with a a, a tray with three April spritzes on yeah, it, like which are made like legit. Yeah. Well, she's really that good is at totally that stuff. Totally her she's, drink. It is, by the way. It's very, very sessionable and you know, locale. <laughs> he's good. right. He sounds like a cheese ball when he says it, but, but he's right. It is. Yeah. yeah. Um, hey, listen! It's did you, bright uh, as well. Did you go so to? Yeah. Did you go to Rome in uh, three sheets? No, we didn't. We didn't. That's why I did it in Chug. So I'm going to run through like wow. the major places to go. But like th- this show isn't about like don't sit there with a pen and paper and figure out where you want to go. Like we're just we're just giving you the a taste of what it's like to be there and maybe some maybe some tidbits. You'll have some tidbits. No, I, I would definitely get a piece of paper, but you Yeah, know, you, should, you should have a piece of paper, but not if you're driving. Or like well, listen actually, to you're, it. You're gonna like... you're gonna put all this online, right? On the uh adventure website. You're nah. uh, you're gonna have a little breakdown nope. podcast nope. Uh, recap. <laughs> nope. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> but we could for do the it. idea. Yes, we could put it on Zane's Zane's dot world, but like it would take a lot of work, but that's where everything lives. www.zanes.world. <laughs> what? What happened? Is that you with the buzzer? No. Who's no. buzzing? What's, no. What are, what are you talking about? I think it's Is because... Is no one buzzing? No. I, I no. think because you're on Hess's phone and he keeps getting like his Snapchat oh. notification. Oh, my God. You are. You keep getting notified. You and want to so turn I think you can only... How do, I, how do I do that? I, I think you can only hear it. In notifications. Yeah. So popular. So, um, and didn't Hess say he was going to like talk more during this episode? I thought so. I, I miss do. you. You can't get a word in. <laughs> you can't. Yeah. If you want to get a word in on this episode, you have to interrupt. I got to interrupt. Has to be quiet. Yeah. Um, so, so if you're <laughs> going we, there. Can you, can you get a rap in? Can you give us a little rap? I want to hear a little song. Just give us like. He's doing it. He's doing no, no, it. It's happening. It. Oh, oh, beatboxing. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, yeah. Us, do you have hey. like uh, your favorite line, of, your favorite rap line, like your favorite little, you know. From, from one of his songs. From, not from yeah. A, no. Is it weird no. that I introduced you as my as my rapper friend? 
Uh, <laughs> and then you show up, and I'm like, oh, this is Hess. I didn't say it. Yes, are you, are you not a rapper Hess? for the guy? <laughs> what's, that, what's that, Steve? Are you not a rapper, Hess? Uh, Once a rapper, always a rapper. Yeah, absolutely. What is your favorite rap best rapper? Lyric? Best rapper alive. I want to hear it. Uh, welcome to Miami. Oh, that's really that's Welcome not. Welcome to that's, Miami. That's not you. That's not mine. That's Come on, Will, man! You wrote some of the songs. We're waiting for you. You're, you're holding really? up the show. Your best rap line that you wrote. I, I, I don't know. I don't, this was I'm mine. Not, is I, I don't like my. It. I like. I don't like single. I don't like my girls chicks single like, single. like my chicks in two. I sound like that. That's a, that's very. I don't clever. think that's you either. It's very clever. It's uh, very clever. Do you think that Eminem is the greatest rapper? Yes. Alive right now. Uh, right now. Right now. Yeah, yeah but you, did you hear Ludacris? Reading the children's lyrics. Oh man, you got to play that. Got, well, can we play that? I could probably. I, I, yeah, I, yeah. Play um, I believe like Rama Lama. Uh, no, Eminem is kind of like blood to me, so I don't think you guys really? should. Really? Is he? I mean, I think everybody in Michigan is slightly Eminem. related. Okay. <laughs> you know okay, then he's the best he's rapper. He's got that perfect blend of <gasps> next like, to me. He's, very, he's like a tenacious rapper. He's got so edge. He's kind What's of. What's he talking know, about? He, Eminem. So, so this is Ludacris yeah. reading so a um, I agree, literally Steve. Ludacris picking up a children's book and just reading it. They played like a like a like a music in the background. I mean, this is off the it's, cuff. That's it's good, good that's but that it's not like he's coming up with like lyrics on the fly like Eminem does. Okay. That's pretty it's hard, though, to read a, ch- a children's about book. It, you read a children's book. All right, so so anyway, uh, the Coliseum. Uh, so we're talking about sites like yeah, we're just, we're just breaking it down. So hey, co- have you guys heard of this? Uh, what is it? I'm interrupting now. Yeah, so I can. So yeah, that's great. Stuff. That's how you do it. Um, have you ever interrupting you back? Yeah. Hey, have you guys heard of this thing called? Um, oh shoot, llama llama. Not Red a llama llama. It's called uh, 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 Adventure Pajama. Uh, what was it called again? What Something tour. It's those people that you kind of find. A Segway tour. No, no, no. A so, so no, there's a there's a company mm-hmm. and and you you get with locals. Yeah. In the city, yeah. and they take you out to like you know, yeah. eat pizza and stuff like that. Do you know the name of the comp- of the? I'm gonna look. There, it up. There's a bunch now. So, so like, uh, Uber Eats. Uh, no, no, it's, it's no. not called Uber. exactly so, the exact opposite. Actually. Yeah, exactly. But no. Um, so Perfect. that's one of the first places that Mel and I went. And she's like, we have to get a tour. I'm like, what? No, we can just we'll look it up. We'll walk around. She's like, you have to get a tour. So we landed, checked in her hotel, went and got a, a drink, then went and joined this tour. It was amazing. What tour did you do first? Um, it was like a, a night tour of what though? What what? Um, site? Just right at the center. I mean, just like so. Just, it's called Bon Appetour. I like that. So Bon Appetour is a website you go and they connect you with like one local person that you go have dinner with, and they take you oh, like to cool. like the, that's pretty cool. And yeah. you buy them dinner and it's you like pay a, them. It's like your so. uh, your travel fixer. Yeah. yeah, and they take you like to I guess their favorite place in like somewhere that a normal uh, you should tourist do that. you should do that in downtown go. LA. And Eric, you should, Dude, you should do that in Hermosa. Steve, you should do that in that little town in Pennsylvania. You'll pay me, pay me, and yeah. I'll take you all around down there. All right, see, yeah. see. <laughs> I'll show um, my favorite. When places. I went on my tour, uh, I, I got another oh, go question. Okay. When you first landed in Rome, Zane, what was your what was your first you know your initial feedback? Like you're you're landing on the plane and you're looking okay. out and you're, Great. you're coming in. That's a good place. question. It's... That sounds like a B side question, but I'll answer it now on the A sides. <laughs> yeah. Uh, when I landed in Rome and we were driving from the airport to um, to the city, 
my initial thought was, wow, this looks like Los Angeles. <laughs> because you're driving through. You're, <laughs> kind of deserty. Well, yeah, it was dry. It was, um, it was um, you know, a lot of industrial buildings because it's not – all of Rome can't be these old, you know, this ancient architecture. But when you get into old Rome, ancient Rome, this, the middle of the city, then I think it feels like you want it to feel and, – and, and I think much more. Um, when, when is I, there, uh, oh, my is God. There can new, I tell – Steve, can I just tell my story? Yeah. Just, oh, no, okay. no, no. I'm trying to just I want to give make up a point. So when I got the the tour with like these 20 people and then they ended in this very intelligent way through that museum and then around where you you see the Roman Forum lit up at night Eric is gonna make fun of me. I literally was like moved to like tears. Oh, and because, I wouldn't make uh, fun no, of you because it was, it was, I probably would have. It was and you're crying amazing. right now. Like no, no, I'm not. <laughs> yes, you are. <clears throat> I can Poor see your eyes <clears throat> welling. I'm drink. Man up a little bit. Give <laughs> I'm a drink. I'm a drink. I'm gonna like. <laughs> it's so beautiful. It really was. It was beautiful. amazing because like yeah, you're getting this tour of of Rome and learning about the people that live there and all that kind of stuff. And then they 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 brought us. I don't know if it was intentional. They brought us around this corner. At the very end, and they go, and this is the is the Roman Forum, and you're like, huh. oh my, it's bigger than you think. It's 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 this is weird. It's smaller than you think, but like these columns that were you found out they were top, you know, like knocked over and, and built back up, and just like the fact that this is like thousands of this is before like Jesus hmm. yeah. walked around. Um, it's unreal. Thanks, it's unreal Steve. that it's still standing. You know, you also have the the Colosseum, which is like like you said, Gladiator, which is where they used to have like games that lasted for months. And they estimate that half a million people lost their lives fighting inside the Colosseum uh, at the viewing pleasure of 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 wealthy Romans. In total, yeah, in total, mm. half half a million people and millions of animals. Wow! And they would just run these games forever just to show how wealthy what they were. But was was Spartacus real? Was he a real dude, like oh, an actual see, guy? The only thing is, I I'm not actually from Rome, and I'm not a Roman historian. I'm just kind of, I'm, I did. Did some... you do a tour of the Colosseum? Uh, we did. Yes, we did. Yeah, yeah, I did one too when I was just there, and I thought I would be like a little morbid, you know, like yeah. wow, all these right when or all these like people and animals like mm-hmm. lost their lives and stuff, which it still was. But what I learned was like they are the inventors of cement. Air conditioning, retractable roofs, one a coliseum in general, like seating, and I was kind of like, wow, that it's really quite incredible to have learned all of the things that they invented that I use in my everyday life today. Um, so it was yeah. really, it kind of like made me think another side of it too, of like just um, kind of in awe as well. You know, yeah, just a major part of human history. They they kind of they they've invented all these things. Yeah, I mean, but the, the, so, yeah. so that was definitely on. On my, that was one of my yeah exactly. Steve did his research. Uh-huh. Um, that was one of my they they invented cement, and that was really one of the biggest reasons they were to build all this all this stuff. Uh-huh. But but there the the advancement of the of technology during the Roman Empire was was fast, and you have to remember this is again this is like. 2000 plus years ago and then it kind of stopped we went into basically the dark ages um and but but before that it like at the pace that rome was going now it's it's easy to do that when you have the few haves and the masses are the have-nots and people are basically enslaved into working and and doing all these things that you know you couldn't really pay for if you were in a a regular democratic society but what's that wow 
Well, just a little side note that the Romans made concrete by mixing lime and volcanic rock to yep. make a mortar. Yeah. There you go. The um, One of the other cool things that I saw when I was there was Circus Maximus. Mm-hmm. And right now, it's just like this big lawn that people like jog on mm-hmm. like it's kind of huh. it kind of looks like maybe there's a track there but it, if you look at what it used to be it was massive and they had spartacus the the the, the chariot races and stuff like that where it happened there so it's part of the olympics no olympic field no no not at all um but it was just like if you go there and you're just looking you're looking at the size of this place and then you you know right now you can walk around with your phone in your hand and you can look at what the place used to look like oh yeah which, um, what's the name of the app? Do you know it? Right, it was called Google when I was there. Now there's <laughs> Google pro- Images. <laughs> now, now there's probably an app where you're going to hold the That's phone up yeah. and like I, see I what it was, it was there. Right. That'd be amazing. People walking around that aren't like really there, like ghosts. <laughs> um, and then I, and then for me, just like the Pantheon. Mm. The Pantheon okay. is like it feels like Indiana Jones but I just watched all Indiana Jones and I don't think it was actually in the movies but it's like you're walking through these narrow streets and then and then you come upon the the Pantheon which is massive and like if you are not affected by seeing the Pantheon then there's something wrong with you like it's it is amazing why were you so affected well i mean it's, it's so the massive. most preserved um Church. like monument yeah. of ancient roman times and how it wasn't actually like taken by the barbarians throughout the raids that's pretty amazing like why did they not affect why did they not uh, demolish they, they that one bust up concrete with their what what clubs yeah i mean they would Is take they like had? they would try to take metal out to like start to build weapons and that's what happened with a lot of the um i think it's buildings just, it's and just stuff, so it's just so it's big. still a it was mystery yeah. about how they created that yeah. dome like our architects today still can't figure out how that dome was <laughs> it's two thousand years old and it really like i think people had that respect for it when the raids were happening to get the metal to build weapons because at that time it was going into war so mm-hmm. um yeah it's the yeah, m- yeah most preserved and all, and, in all of them. and they still have uh mass in there yeah, it, which then, by the way, yeah, there's like the Roman Empire was kind of a big deal. Did you say the Roman Empire was? That's amazing. Thank you for saying that. Yeah, kind of big deal. I mean, oh my god, they, I'm gonna have a Peroni. I think it was the concrete. You have a Peroni over there too, or Moretti? Peroni. I got a Peroni. Okay. Go ahead, I Steve. Want a yeah, go ahead. I mean, Steve, there's really nothing Steve. stopping you from going out and getting the appropriate. Like next week, I don't even know what next week's episode is. What should it be? Dude, I'm drinking we'll figure it out. right now. Well, one more fact on the Pantheon yeah. is it's known for the light and how it shines on April 21st. And the way the light shines through the hole at the top of the dome, it reflects off a piece of metal that was there. Yeah. That makes... Um, uh, so it says it here, a lighting effect can be viewed on April 22nd when the midday sun strikes a metal grill above the doorway. Saturating the courtyard oh, outside with light. Cool. Oh, I'm looking at a picture of it. That's so yeah. cool. So if you're if you're there in early spring, um, or spe- or more specifically on April 22nd, exactly yeah. two months before the summer solstice. Yeah, like go there and see that. I wasn't there then, but um, that's pretty cool too that they so were able to make that dome with their technology during that time. That's so cool. And to be able to put this on there. So the so. Pantheon is a dome. I'm sorry. I'm ignorant. I haven't been there. Yeah. It's Pant- a concrete, well, it's a concrete dome. Steve, Steve, are you yeah. not sitting in front of a computer right now? It's the great architectural no, wow. achievement was due to the massive weight of the large dome. So the engineers lighten the dome as much as possible. It's the biggest, it's the biggest uh, concrete dome in the world. Oh. And it was built 2000 God. years ago. Mm-hmm. 
Um, well, how do they it's do even it? larger than the Steve, Dome of St. Steve, she just Basilica. said they don't know how they did it. Mm-hmm. No one knows how they did it? Well, they, they, they were aliens. Figure it out, guys. Maybe aliens. <laughs> figure it out on this Do podcast. Do some research. Um, there's also the... They are trying, which is why it's yeah. such a mystery and why it's so amazing to just like literally go and stare at it. Go at night. Go at night. Go stare in the morning. It, figure it out. <laughs> there are bars surrounding it. Go get yourself yeah. an Aperol Spirits. Go get yourself a. You know, uh, a I have one coffee. for dinner that I'll I tell you about to go. Okay, perfect. I know how they did it. They did. They built amazing scaffold. Okay, can you just mute him? And the yeah, the so, so by the way, yeah, we just muted him. Okay, yeah, Steve's going to figure this out. Yeah. We've had scientists and architects for for two thousand hundreds of years at least trying to figure this out. <laughs> Steve's going to come in and explain it. Mm-hmm. All right, is he still talking? Somebody's at the door again. Uh, come in. Oh, behind oh, me. Hi. Oh, hi. Oh, more drinks. Wow. My espresso. favorite person. You literally brought <gasps> espresso. Yeah. Espresso. Oh, my God. You literally went out and bought Dopio Espresso. Thank oh, you. Thanks, Mel. Thank you so much, Mel. so nice. Thanks, Mel. That's Mel <laughs> on the podcast. That's fantastic. Yeah. Hess, are you allowed to have this on your diet? Uh, you boring. It's a raw bean. Of, of course. Okay, here. Take it. Okay. You're on a I got diet, Hess? Yeah, he's on this like vegan thing. He's super fun. Oh, she said that's cream, Dude, too, okay. so we can make it how nice. we want. Oh, my God. This is I've like... been juicing all week. I've lost oh 10 pounds. Oh, my God. Wait, really? I okay. just did a juice cleanse, keep... Okay, too. you guys got to keep talking because Steve's going to start talking about his diets and stuff like oh, that. Oh, okay. Um, stand... How long is it? <laughs> well, what other stuff? So we talked about the Colosseum, so, so the Pantheon. The, 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 the Vatican, also very Vatican. amazing. Uh, St. Saint Peter's, Saint, they call it St. Pete's uh, Basilica. Um, and then there's the Sistine Chapel. You know, there's great here. Did you want this? Ash? Yeah, the cream. You gotta say I can't throw this. Um, so um, yeah, look, great stuff to see when you're there. Um, let's let's move on to sort of the the fact is you're walking through history. The the um, the Trevi Fountain was amazing. Oh. You know, you can drink out of any fountain. Yeah, uh, I did. In, in Rome, you did you do it? Yeah, I was totally bullshitting. You really did. You get diarrhea. You didn't get diarrhea. No. What do you no, mean? It's I'm such kidding. good. And you then can. we it's kept like, doing it all throughout yep. Europe. You want, well, you can't, no, I wouldn't do that. They have them everywhere, even like um, out of Swiss, Switzerland. Like, <laughs> yeah, you can in Switzerland. It was literally ice. Uh, we did water. the same thing. You're going through and you realize that that's what those things are for. Like there's water fountains, just water, just just fountaining about. And it's usually like chilled. And it's too. like cold. It's, it's like, yeah, it's like ground temperature, like 50 degrees. So you can drink it? Yeah. Yes. After that, all that. So um, let's you know. Let's maybe see what Steve has to say in uh, in, in Pennsylvania. Steve, are we allowed to say the city in Pennsylvania you're in, or is it too, so small that people could actually find your house? Well, he doesn't. Really no, I'm in Ambler, PA, baby. Okay, Ambler all the way. All right, Ambler on this, bud. Go. Yeah, uh, drink. Like door again, I think. Hello. Hello. Hi, come on in, Mel. Uh, home. Steve, good. We got Mel. Everybody well, from my. Uh, Oh, share. Uh, you say hi to Steve? Because he's talking right now. No. No one's really. Okay. She said no. <laughs> <laughs> no. Did you mean that? We, she didn't we, mean it. We, we, we were on this long, we were on a road trip and we were talking to Steve uh, as we as we drove back. So we got our, we got our fill of Steve. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, Erica, can you go give her a kiss on the lips for me? Oh, yep. my God. Oh, my yep, God. Yep, I will. Okay. So fun. So, let's see. <laughs> um, all right. Wait, so, wait, can we talk about your road trip? No. Please, no. I, let's I, just, I let's have, just get I into it. What happened? Who is it? I have some news from Zane's road trip. Nice. Bodie, you're all cleaned up. Come here, Bubba. Oh, you look nice. Oh, right? so There's clean. so many wires. Careful. Handsome oh. man. Hi, buddy. Okay. Okay. The, hey, right. the dog, dog is in the studio too. right now. Okay, go. And oh, he's the st- size of a bear. <laughs> <laughs> no, Steve, we're not talking about the road trip. I want one of you to stay oh, in here with really? us. really? You're not going to let me talk about it? You can, but Mel has to put on headphones and, and verify. I'm hey, Mel, come here for a second. 
Just come here. I think so we, we should do a Yosemite one anyways, and so Mel will be in it. We, she will be. Can, can you put on, um, has his headphones? Are you having an S in their set? I'll give her one. Uh, Steve wants to, t- Steve right, wants to tell a story. Uh, we'll just get through it really quick and just get it over with. Because he, right, I'll, he I'll asked me quick. if he could tell, and right. I was like, yeah, I don't really, I don't really care. All right, so. so thank you. When we're traveling. Oh, she can't hear it. She, she's going to put headphones on right now. Can you hear him now? Mel? Yeah. Mel? Hey. Hi. Hi. How you doing, sweetie pie? I'm good. Do you miss me? Yes, I miss you a lot. I miss your drinks and your wonderfulness. Okay, I'm, guys, I'm so sad I'm not there. Just get to it. Okay. Here's a little backstory is when we were on the road for, you know, the show, Zane would be, I mean, you were pretty pretty much synonymous with taking a pee and like a Gatorade bottle, whatever, Gatorade, yeah. and leaving them around. Oh my gosh. And, you know, we, we'd be really scared. He said Gatorade, by the way. It sounded like he said something else. But yeah. Uh, so, so yeah, if, if you're driving from one uh, shoot to the next, and we were usually running behind time just because we would run long or whatever, um, then I would have to you go have to the bathroom because I, was, because I was drinking. There's a Gatorade bottle because we like to stay hydrated. And sometimes if, if you're, you know, Mel was the driver because Steve and I, let's face it, we were drinking. Um, sometimes I would have to you know, fill a bottle. Let's just put it. Is that yeah, here, here, here's the real, let's, let's uh, the, 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 here's the meat of it is if he please don't say, please, please bottle, don't say meat of it when we're, that's not yeah, the right. Here's the meat of the wide mouth bottle. Okay. okay. If, oh if you, it, he would leave the bottle around, so you really had to be careful because oh that gosh. limeade Gatorade might not be limeade Gatorade. <laughs> oh, yeah. So times that he would throw it out of their car, at the other guy's yeah. car. Yeah. Sometimes if I was having enough to drink, out, I, I would throw it another in another at one at, at the yeah, other van that. of the crew van. Yeah. And I think I actually peed out the side window of a Dodge Caravan. Yeah, you did. So anyway, just, so so just, so get to the point. <laughs> So I'm I'm just like chilling out here, you know, at my house the other day doing some work, and I get a picture of a large Gatorade bottle from mm-hmm. Zane. He's yep. like, "Hey, traveling home." I'm like, "Oh my god!" So then he calls me like ten minutes later. He's like, "You have no idea what I just did." I'm like, "What are you talking about?" He's like, "I'm sitting here. I'm I'm doing some work, driving. Mel's driving. I'm I'm doing this. I'm doing." I was on that, my computer and, and I wasn't I, paying attention. I take. I reach over to take a swig of my Gatorade, and it's my piss. Yeah. Mel, you swear that happened? You swear? No. That's perfect. Swear to God, it happened. Oh my God. Mel, did that really happen? No, it did, and he wanted me to feel bad, and I didn't feel bad at all. I didn't necessarily. He set so many people up to do that, and he did it himself, and it was hot and disgusting. Oh my God. When I grabbed it, I grabbed it by the top. I didn't feel the heat of it. Story. I was like, like I'm, I'm all the way over here in the Ambler, PA, and I, I kind of teared up. I was like, this is so perfect. It's like, you know, it's like the Roman. I, I swear to you, it happened. I grabbed it by the top. I just, I was working. I was not paying attention. I don't, I didn't even look at it because. This is usually where my in the center console with my drink was. I took a big swig and I'm like, oh, and I, I I don't know why I didn't just spit it back in the bottle. Yeah, you swallowed it. No, I didn't swallow it. Uh, I, you I kept it in your mouth. No, I had to open the window. The window, window was like, me. Well, can you tell me how it tasted? Really? So how long was it in your mouth for? Like, <laughs> the window's like, it's like the slowest window ever. And then, uh, and then I like took I the bottle. I can't remember. You told me what it tasted like, but I yeah. can't remember what it tasted you said. like. You know, you mix cereal and, and milk. It tastes like missing missing cereal and water. That's what it tasted like, like cereal water. Uh-huh. Um, so kind of good, kind of good, so right? So gross. <laughs> no, it was, hor- it was horrible. I felt like scarred. I was just trying to like move on from it. Uh, there was a boxer that, like that you was. Couldn't have stopped at a rest stop. Exactly. I w- no, I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. Like at the beginning. You know, Erica, you're, you're yeah, taking a sport out of it. Wait, to get a drink or take yeah, a pee? But he automatically was like, 
oh, I have to pee? There's a bottle. No problem. Yeah, yeah. It's freaking mind <laughs> But it also, it, it annoys Mel, and that, that's one of the reasons I do it, so. I'm like, wait. He, like, gets himself ready to perform his bottle magic, and he's like, I need to drive straight. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and don't pull up next to any big trucks, and I'm just like, Because okay. <laughs> you do it next to a big truck with on the highway. They look down right into your car, and they're just like, Whoa, what are they doing? Yeah. yeah. And for some reason, he thinks he has to pull his pants down to his ankles. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> it defeats the purpose, <laughs> though, too. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm pretty sure there's, like, underwear built for that. Yeah, oh, yeah. Like, I think your jeans are actually yeah. built for it. Adventure yeah. underwear. Oh, this episode's brought to you by Adventure Oh, underwear. man. That is such a good story. <laughs> uh, uh, an S-H-I asterisk show. Yeah. Oh, man. Um... Yeah, anyway, so that that happened. I've road tripped with Mel, and she likes to stop. Yeah. I'm so, you, all you have to do is ask. All you have to do is ask. It's different. <laughs> got the bottle just sitting there. You got to go. It's just like, well, I, I, I can't different. say I haven't done it before, but I had to use a uh, McDonald's extra large cup. Yeah, my, you did. Uh, yeah, you did, Steve, thing. and you peed through the straw. Okay. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Thanks for that. Let's. Should we get back to, uh, to, to Rome? To Rome? Yeah. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Um, all right. Rome, Thanks, Rome, Mel. New York. Mel is keeping us like. Thanks, Mel. This thing is going right now. We got Aperol spritz. We yeah. got, we got these. We got these. Espresso. Espressos. Yeah. So good. What does dopio mean? Double. It's fantastic. All right. Dopio. So um, anyway, so Steve, you're going to tell us about yeah. the, uh, the the drink culture in Rome. Now you could, by the way, go on to Netflix and watch an episode of Chug Rome, starring Zane Lamprey without Steve. Um, or you can listen yeah. to what Steve's about to present you right now. Better. Go ahead. I did do that. Watch Chug. Yeah. Before I went. See. I got some good tips. So good on Rome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Damn, I should have yeah. done that. Well, you didn't yeah. go to Rome yet. No, you, 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 you have tips. time. Oh. Go, go right, ahead, Steven. Steve. No, before this episode. So, I mean, uh, well, here's the thing. In Rome, uh, they've been struggling over the past, you know, you know, 20 years, kind of keeping up with the drinking culture. They've kind of been behind, and you go there, you get, unfortunately, you go there, you get a bad mojito or a watery spritz or whatever. But um, the Jerry Thomas Project, which is kind of like, a, it, it was founded in 2010 as kind of, you know, the the new cocktail place. And what they did there is they they really train their bartenders, they train their customers' palates to kind of reject all the the other crap they've been drinking, and kind of expose them to the you know the the cocktail movement that's been going on pretty much and definitely in the U.S. and for sure all over the world. Okay, but, so we, so we have we have the Jerry Thomas Speakeasy. It's a private club, and 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 membership is required. So how do you get in, Steve? Uh, well, you got you got to know the password. Yeah. It's, um, it's a one it's a one room place in a five hundred year old building. I thought it was going to break down the old old town Rome. Well, here I'll I'll tell yeah. you right now. If you go to the Jerry J E R R Y Thomas Project dot it is for Italy. Um, they hide their um their password in uh in their homepage. Ooh. So you have to, I guess you have to to subscribe and then the. Send it. I don't know. It's somewhere, somewhere on their homepage. I'm at their homepage now. I don't see it. But anyway, can, uh, can, and, oh my god, it's typical mixology. Yeah. They do not serve vodka. No. Okay, that's Love a good, that's a good one, Steve. I like that. That's interesting. What else yeah. you got? Titanic. Oh yeah. Um, I bet you that's well, you found you found the password. Maybe. Where on is the it? Bottle opener. It says Titanic on it. Where do you see a bottle opener? There's a bottle opener. Right to the left. Oh, I I don't see that on my page. Oh, home. I went to the rules. Um, oh, that's cool. All right. So maybe it's that. Good job. Yes, that's cool. I yeah. bet you just get them in. We'll try it and then they'll be I don't know. Like, I'm on their homepage. It says Professor 
Jerry Thomas, but I guess that's something different. Titanic. You said the Jerry Thomas project, that it. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, good good job, Steve. So so if you're yeah. there, go there, and you that's guys can fun. become a member. Yeah, I mean, I'm going there. It's on my list. Mm-hmm. And uh, the next one I I saw was, and I it's the pronunciations. I'm going to kill it right now. You ready? Yeah, kill it, buddy. Mashis. Wow. Wow. 15 minutes. That's I think it. you nailed it. What is it? Hey. Okay. So I heard you seven gotta, in Spanish. Okay. I mean, hey. Good luck. Uh, good luck. Finding no them, but... Say hello to my little Spanish. Okay. Friend. And what is it, Steve? Not what even, is it? Go for it. Even. This is not like a well, three hour show. Uh, it... It's kind of a it's a craft beer bar. It okay. was opened in 2001 and it was uh, founded by diehard beer enthusiast um Manuel Colonna and his catchphrase for the bar is Canamoro vojo ese fermentato which means when I die I want to be fermented. Okay? <laughs> so he's uh he's very passionate about beer. He's, it was one of kind of the the first craft beer movements in in uh in Rome. And uh, it's from what I can see, it's one of those spots you gotta, you definitely gotta pop in there and check out. You know, you you got cocktails. I got a list of cocktail places, but I wanted to give you a, a cocktail, a beer, and a wine. And uh, hold on, here I'm shifting. Can I tell my, you the my... the translation of "mache siete venute a far"? Yeah, but yeah. but you are coming to father. Is but you are coming you... to a father. Is that, is that what it is? You're coming to a father? It's but kind of creepy. It's kind of creepy. creepy. Um, we also went to Open Baladin, Baladin uh, which is a craft beer bar uh, in Yeah, in, I got in that here too. Okay, okay. That was, that was, I watched the episode. We had a fantastic time. That was, that was, they had I'm some really that, good so. beer there. <laughs> they did. I mean, it was, it, it was, it was craft, it was craft beer where you can so. usually go around and get like the, the loggers like, you know, like the Moretti and the, and the Peroni and stuff like that. Like it's, Steve's right. Like they're, Doing a drinking episode in Rome was difficult because everything was like from outside of Rome. The wine, the, the you know the Aperol, the Campari, the beer, nothing was really made in Rome or from Rome. Maybe from where the original Roman Empire was, but not in the city of Rome now. So you know we also had Sambuca. Um, what but, do you think the reason is for that? Um, why, why were they so far behind? Were they like stubborn to change, or wanted to just you know give you a little bit of spritzer and a little? I don't know. That's it, that's a great question. I, 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 obviously, there's a reason, but maybe there's a bunch of reasons. Maybe it's just that they're a historic uh, place. Maybe there's not enough room to have a distillery or a brewery. Maybe they just um, were fine drinking what they've been drinking for a long time, which was right? which was like the, the lager beers and the spritzes and you know and the stuff like that. Um, the espresso, yeah. you know, coffee drinks, but, um, which I mean, honestly, if I go there, I will seek those places out. I just want a simple red wine and, uh, sitting in an outdoor setting and with French, you know, with French, that's mil- with French fries. millions of thousands with French of fries. hundreds of years old with French, yeah, fries. with French fries. Steve would end yeah, every, every, every drinking made easy episode. He'd ba- head back to the bar and you, 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 he, he'd like disappear and you'd find him at the bar an hour later drinking red wine 
eating French fries and like just telling people about how amazing he is. Aww. Yeah. I'd like to hear it those sometimes. <laughs> my how favorite, amazing you are. My favorite part of the day. All right. Yeah, give, us one, give us one more, Steve, if you have one. The red wine one. All right. So uh, we have the uh, Tremonti 2 wine bar, which is run by the Tremonti family. And it's, uh, you know, right down in, in old uh, historic Rome, whatever you call it. <laughs> and it's, uh, it's, it's right next to the Tremonti wine shop, which was founded in 1821. It's the oldest place that's sold wine in rome and they have you know a huge wine list they give you wine and cheese and salami and different roman dishes and the deal is you don't pay more for the one the the price is the same as their wine shop oh i like that in the wine place which is you know if you're if you're traveling and you know kind of balling on a budget you want to you want to say balling on a budget balling on a budget Yeah, if you're balling on a budget, I mean, uh, this is a great way to kind of keep that that balling going. Is you can drink great wine at not a not a wholesale or a, at a retail price instead of a restaurant price, which now, is normally marked okay. up like two hundred percent. Now, do you do you know that that's where we went in Chug? No, oh, I haven't seen this show. I, okay, I to watch <laughs> it's amazing. It. I love it. Uh, all right, let's uh, let's I guess funny. keep it on our palate. Let's uh, have Erica tell us about the food. food. Yeah. Okay. Um, wait, hold on. What? No, we're waiting for Mel to walk in with the oh, pizza. Oh, I know. Yeah. Like, uh, let's <laughs> wait, can Mel? you tell me a little no. about about Tremonti? Is it worth the visit, or did it was that you know just bad? I think it was Tremonti. I have to re- recall. I'm I'm looking at a, a photo of it and trying to re- recall if that's the name of it. We went to one of the oldest wine shops uh, in. In Rome, I mean, look. Oh, you, so look, you probably went to the wine shop, which is Tremonti One, and the the wine bar is Tremonti Two next door. Yeah, that's that's what I'm thinking it was. Uh, again, yeah. it was it was a while ago, but you know, when you're sitting there having a glass of wine with a local, or even someone else that, that's visiting, and like you guys are sitting there drinking wine in, in ancient Rome, I mean, come on, like you dream. Yeah, you can't really beat that. Yeah, like transport give transport me, me there give right me now. Yellowtail, I'm happy. Moving what? on, Steve. I hear the the grandmas there are like really really nice, and they try to like cook for you and stuff like that. Oh. Um, like in Italy or in Rome? In Italy? Yeah. I bet. Where Where is this information coming from, Hess? I don't know. I just heard. <laughs> the heard from all the romantic movies out yeah. there that grandmas take care of you, it's right? Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I want that to be that true. Good. All right, feed us. Okay. Um, so you guys probably could tell I'm obsessed with the Pantheon and, um, we went there morning and night and would just like sit and people watch, but there are a couple restaurants that we tried. Mm -hmm. And one of the, my favorite ones was called the Di Rienzo. Mm. Um, yeah. And it's right in the courtyard of the Pantheon and you can sit and like, have a great view. Yeah. So they have incredible pastries and gelato and espressos in the morning. And then at night, they have an incredible um, dinner menu as well that's hitting all the famous Italy foods. So mm. pizza, pasta, um, oysters, fresh fish. Fresh fish. Fresh, fresh fish. Yeah. If you, um, now, now, so, now. How the oysters? Was the, um, was the, was the food of note or was it? okay food and then the view just kind of offset it because that's what we thought too like okay well, you're really paying for the view right. and the food is just going to be like mediocre but i would go back to the restaurant without the view wow. or go to the restaurant with the view like wow. it, they were equally incredible can you imagine what an experience that that was if you could transport yourself right now to be sitting there as the sun goes down in the pantheon eating 
watching that yeah. and experiencing that. Well, Derek has a posted on his Instagram. We had coffee. Who's there. Derek, your boyfriend? Yeah, AKA husband. Nice. Um, he, yeah, he took a photo of the view you can get, and he it was like a picture of our cappuccinos looking at the Pantheon. So That's it was nice. pretty amazing. That's so we nice. went back there for dinner. So um, were the restaurants like kind of trendy? Kind of like this one is like. This one is like a traditional Italian, um, older restaurant. Um, so I wouldn't say that it was like trendy. It's has like old brick, um, maybe. Did they have cloth napkins? Yeah, cloth napkins, cloth <laughs> tablecloth, like fresh flowers, sometimes herbs in the table that you could just like pluck off and put them on your pizza um, or pasta. Maybe that's smoke them. So yeah. do you, do, yeah, you have, do you have like spaghetti and meatballs? Or yeah. they just like give mm-hmm. you? Oh, so you can have it together? Yeah. Yeah, but like okay. you have spaghetti bolognese, which would be like yeah. like a bolognese sauce. has a meat a meat sauce, like a red meat sauce oh, with like it. fresh, freshly made noodles, that kind of thing. And mozzarella, oh, so good. basil. Oh, really good. Dude, so good. interesting side note is at, in, at my table, we eat pasta and sauce and meatballs at least three days a week. He says oh. at my it's, table. What does that mean? His at dinner home, table at home. Huh. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's that's what we have. I mean, and we're not even Italian. My wife's my wife's a Jew, and I'm a, I don't even know what I am. McKenna, so, you're, a, you're, a, you're a Mick. Um, I'm, uh, I'm Scottish. Yeah. But, I mean, I'm telling you, I love great pasta. So, I mean, I, I can't wait to go to Rome. Yeah, Sorry. and everything in Italy and Rome specifically, it's like a three-ingredient pasta. Like, it's not bad for you. Mm-hmm. You know? I feel like I... If, you, if, if, if you're gluten free, flour and butter, yeah. oil. If you're gluten free, yeah. maybe it's maybe it's not the right trip for you. Maybe, not. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe you can leave that behind for just a week while you're there. Yeah. You know, like um, you, you have to experience the food when you go to Italy. You, oh. When people say Italy, often the first thing that pops into their mind it sh- is food. Mm-hmm. The next thing might be like cars, but like, but like, just everything you have over here to go over there, where the food comes from. And with people making it passionately and, you know, you can find, even in a popular touristy place like Rome, you can find these little, Mel had this one, I remember, it's like called the, like the green grasshopper or something like that. And she's like, we have to go there. We went there, we went downstairs, it's like off the beaten path, uh, right near the Spanish steps. Mm. And um, had an amazing meal. It was just like fresh and just like the personality of, of you know, these Italian, the, the personalities mm-hmm. they have are just often so big. Mm-hmm. And if you ask them about you know, their day or just anything about where to go. And they're just like, open up to you. Like it, it just Rome definitely, you go there has an effect on you. Yeah. And the, and the food is right. such an integral part of everything that's, that's happening there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even where I am, Ambler, Oh god! Oh god! How's he gonna, how's he gonna here, do this? He's gonna tie Ambler into the, Rome. The UPS, the UPS guy came today. He's like, dude. He's like, you you like Ambler? He's like, everybody. They call me Giggles. He, he said his name, whatever. He goes. They call me Giggles. He goes. This whole town is Italian, and it's true. Like I stop at the little uh, grinder shop down the road, and they have a freezer full of. The, uh, the the freshest pasta that you can get from the <laughs> Can you say it's a freezer, freezer full, full of fresh pasta? pasta? All right. Well, just think yeah. about that. Moving on, and Steve. The, the signature, the oh, signature pasta place in downtown Philly. <sighs> I mean, it's yeah. the freshest it's freezer, fresh, fresh okay. pasta. All right, anyway. We'll bring it back to Rome. Yeah, right. And um, this other neighborhood, and correct me if I'm saying it wrong, but it's called Trastevere. Trastevere. Yeah. Trastevere. And it is like a funky bohemian area. It's like um, it's like the uh, the younger yeah. area, just off Young the crowd. older area on the other side of the river, 
mm-hmm. where apartments are still expensive, mm-hmm. but a lot of young people are working there in tech and you know yeah. all kinds of uh, industries, and it's just like it's got a great like uh, scene. Yeah, right? it's known for their traditional and innovative, um, like craft beer pubs, artesian shops, trust to. Um, I didn't know, I, I didn't. But one thing to do there is the summer so festival, hungry. which goes on. Um, they take over the Tiber River. Okay. And all on that riverfront, they transform it into mini restaurants, pubs, mm. and arcades. Yeah. And it's throughout the summer. And let me check to make sure I know exactly when. It starts at 7 p.m. Um, and we went there and we would just like kind of bar hop and mm-hmm. eat, like have appetizers here and then have another appetizer here. And we just had appetizers mm-hmm. and foosball tournaments happening, music, crafts. So that's like down by on the, the river, river, on the yeah, river bank. It's the so river so bank. The, the river. By has, the way, the okay, Tiber River is it's one of the longest rivers in Italy. It's 250 miles long. It varies nice. between 7 and 20 feet deep. Steve. This goes, oh, my God. He's, he can read. Italy. This festival mute. goes from June to September. <laughs> and it goes between the Ponte Siblico Ponte and the Siblico. Ponte Sisto. Ponte Sisto. So just in the like, couple, I think, quarter mile mm-hmm. radius. And how, um, how many, like, I mean, you were there. You experienced it. Yeah. So how many... Um, like tents or whatever it was. Oh, I would probably say a good like 100, 150 Oof. tents. But there was some that are food, some that are crafts, some mm-hmm. that are games, some that are just alcohol. But Wait, they transform They just it. have a booth of games? Yeah, like there was like a foosball booth, but the booth is like, I mean, I'd probably say a full city block long. What? And there was probably so 15 like foosball games. Deal? Yeah, yeah, think about it like that. 15 foosball tables and you like put your quarters down and then you play the winner of foosball and you keep like moving down if you like win and you can buy a beer from the tent next door and then have it at the foosball tent so fun but they have like food there too and the cool part is is the damichelle which is the best pizza known in the world um and it's (laughs) headquarters in like naples but she even comes and brings a booth up there and has their pizza there so Mm. it's called the dama shell that comes just for the street summer festival so that neighborhood is cool trustavari and the river walk is really cool when we now we were staying at a hotel that was right across from that Mm -hmm. and i and from like the the jet lag thing i don't know whatever it is i was waking up at like five in the morning to go for a run and it was in the summer so it was light out and that's when they literally the, the cleaning crews were out cleaning up the street full of bottles, mm. beer bottles, and I mean it was really a mess. Like like Bourbon Street cleanup. Like, like honestly, yeah, or, yeah, or, or or worse, yeah. And then by like nine a.m. or eight a.m. or whatever it was, or seven a.m., it, it was like clean again. Mm-hmm. They had these those machines that were just going along, yeah, sucking everything it all up. up. So think about like, yeah, um, these tents, they weren't just like tents and you'd go and like get a drink like you would after like a marathon or a 5K race or something. These were like full setup, like beautiful. You'd walk into almost a restaurant. Ah, so there's okay. like a speakeasy. You'd yeah. walk in, there'd be leather chairs, uh, cigar rollings. Like it's almost like an experience every tent you'd move mm-hmm. down to. So that was also really cool. You got a taste of all these places throughout Rome. They all do bring another mini pop-up throughout the summer. So it's a good place to check out a ton of drinks and food. Wait, you, where where okay. did you stay when you were there? We stayed, um, at like what road was it on? I don't know. It's like a five minute walk to the Pantheon. So we didn't walk there. We took a bus there to, um, over the Can you river. tell us about um, your gelato experience? 
Yeah, I actually found it off Chug. I think I texted you. The yeah, picture. no, you sent us a picture of David, yeah. right? Yeah, David. Yeah. Um, it's called Mela E. Canela. Mm-hmm. Um, it's in Trastevere. <laughs> Which is like apples and... Apples and cinnamon. Apple cinnamon. Okay, right. And one, David is amazing. Mm-hmm. He's so thoughtful and kind and will give you samples of every single flavor and mm-hmm. not make you feel like mm-hmm. you have to continue to ask mm-hmm. for a sample. Because, I mean, don't you guys all love oh, yeah. to have samples? Yeah, for sure. Okay. <laughs> and and then, I, then I'm full, but I feel yeah, guilty but then you're like, one. Yeah. I'll have a kid scoop. But um, yeah. <laughs> right. like his gelato is... One high quality. The ingredients he uses are top. I know of the because notch. I made it there. And he has one that is the Amarello, mm-hmm. right? Amarello mm, with alcohol in it. The alcohol, yeah. Amarello and Sounds then a good. wine. Mm-hmm. Right? Amaretto. Yeah, Amaretto, like a red you. red wine. And then a yeah yeah. And so those are just like fun and innovative. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he has the traditional flavors too, but um, the place was incredible. He's Italian, and then he went and spent like uh, his, like studied for four years or something like that in in Canada. So he's like, so he's nice. He yeah. speaks, his English is good. You know, he's yeah. easy and all right kind of guy. Yeah. Where did the accent come from? <laughs> and it's kind of like um, unassuming. Like mm-hmm. you, you walk down the street and you're like, huh, I can't believe it's like little local markets. Mm-hmm. And it's not a tourist street that it's, you're walking it's down. It's not far from Vatican. No. Yeah. Mm. But, but it's. Just to give, to, just to give it a. a Coincidentally, G- I have, I have a, uh, a question for the three of you. Oh, my Lord. Okay. See, can, can I wait for the B-sides? Because. She's got one no, more no, food no, thing, and then Hess is going to... Okay. All right. Go ahead, Steve. You're so crazy. Why is everyone yelling at me? <laughs> Go ahead. All right. For 10 points... Oh, my God. <laughs> no. Okay. No. Okay. 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 And who can give me the translation of the word pantheon? Oh. Um, We're all Googling. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I looked it up. First to Google. I forget what it was. Ring a buzzer without Now, Steve, okay. Erica, you got one more food thing? Yes, I do. And then Steve can use whatever. Um, So then the last one is, do you guys know, like, what vegetable the Romans are world famous for? Tomatoes. Zucchini. What's your guess? Artichoke. Artichoke. Yes. Yes. What? You had three guesses. Yeah. Yeah, you did. (laughs) Yes, come on, man. You know. Um, okay, so they, the Romans are known for their artichokes, and they're world famous. And one of the places to go get them is called Nona Betta. And Nona Betta. They <laughs> yes. um, use them. It's actually came from Rome's Jewish ghetto, is where they started to use artichokes to fry them, and they were like super light and air crispy. Mm. Um, so you can find them called Jewish style artichokes. Jokes mm-hmm. all across Rome, um, and they use them while they're in season. And then, if they're not in season, they do freeze them so you can have them. Are but gonna, the seasons gonna, is November to February, so you get them fresh. April, you got the extra one there that has yeah. to touch. What are you gonna, what are you gonna, what's your intentions with that? I was gonna drink it. Do you want halfsies? Yeah, maybe, I'll take, maybe I'll take half of it. Halfsies? Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, call them uh, Judah chokes. You could if you wanted to be the first to say it and the last to say it. You you could could probably. If you wanted to defend people, you could probably call them. Um, So you can go there too and get good food and um, also get a vegetable that they're known for. So those are my top. I love it. Very good. Very also difficult to follow because now we have Hess coming up with the weird and wacky side of Rome. And I haven't been there before, so right. Well, but you you weren't in uh, what was last week's. What was uh, last week? Croatia. Croatia. You never there. Yours, you did a great job. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah that, yours was yeah. so fun. All, all eyes on Hess. Go for it. <laughs> okay, so um, <laughs> weird stuff. Uh, okay, so this is pretty weird, I thought, because uh, this place is called the, the Pyramid of Cestius. Have you heard of it? Mm-mm. So it's a pyramid, like, and it's, it's, it's 2,000 years old. Okay. 
And it's weird because, like, you know, what's a period a pyramid doing in in the middle of Rome? Um, uh, it was built uh, for a religious leader, Gaius Cestius. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, so today, I mean, it would make it, I guess, 2,029 years old. Okay. Um, um, uh, I guess that's, that's... That's it. The fact that there's a Rome, there's a... Two- Erica, you got to calm down. I think with I'm drinking drink. too. I think I'm drinking the Aperol so fast. Yeah. <laughs> so, so Aperol me. No. So, so no. A fashion of uh, in Rome um, during during the height of the Roman oh, Empire wow. um, uh, wanted to incorporate incorporate Egyptian sort of you know uh, relics and and, and imagery mm-hmm. um, into you know uh, people's lives. Um, so I guess that was kind of one of the the uh, projects that. I forget the guy's name who I mean, made it. Where is it? Because I why didn't I see it? I'm, I'm looking online. Obviously, it's it's uh, Cestius C E S T I U S, and it's a it's a really cool looking pyramid next to like a, a small castle. But then I'm just I'm surprised that I never saw it. And what's really cool is I found this um, this image of uh, like a drawing of the pyramid from like a thousand from really thirty B C. Um, and look, Is that old? Look at this. Yeah. Here, Hess, come look at this. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll, here, I'll turn it around. Turn around. So, so there's like this, it this oil oh, yeah. painting. Look at that. Oh, it's yeah. In, it's in this oil painting. And then it's uh, in this drawing. Wow. Yeah. And and those are like those are like 2,000-year-old paintings and stuff. That's yeah. Really so neat. I guess yeah, that's, that, cool. that was one of the, the weirdest things, um, you know. Since since Rome is known for the biggest, you know, like buildings like the Pantheon and all mm-hmm. that other stuff to mm-hmm. find a, a pyramid in the middle. All right, number two, um, Largo de Torre Argentina. Oh, that means the Lake of the Argentinian Mermaids. I don't think that's... No, that's probably not it. Okay, right. moving on. Thank so, you. So, so it's this... It's funny, your, your phone just buzzed like he was wrong. Kind of <laughs> I wish that Sorry. showed up. Just for me. <laughs> so this is, uh, this is where uh, Julius Caesar... Uh, was murdered. Um, uh, it's uh, we can still still see the remains of of Pompey's. I'm not sure what to do. I, mean, I thought maybe you needed some booze there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you can see the remains of Pompey's theater. Okay. Um, I'm but that's, up actually. But that's kind of like not so weird because you know it's 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 kind of you know what everybody does is on everyone's top ten list of things to do. I don't know why you guys didn't do it when you were in Rome, but what's it called? Um, uh, Largo di Torre Argentina. Julius Caesar was murdered. Yeah. Yeah, Pompeii's theater. Um, but the what what's weird about this place is is the fact that they have a bunch of cats that live there, and um, there's oh, a boy. there's a there's a sanctuary. Uh, it's called the. Uh, Tor- oh, go ahead. This is this in the forum. Is it? Yeah. I kind of. You know what, Hess? You're spot on. This shit is weird. <laughs> so. <laughs> So wait a second. No, the, I'm not sure, but yeah, this, it's called Torre Argentina Roman Cat Sanctuary, and you can go there and volunteer um, because uh, Italy has a, a no kill law for um, oh for homeless cats, mm-hmm. so you can't you can't kill the cats. Um, yeah, so they have this uh, sanctuary there where you, you can go and kind of volunteer and and 
help these cats out. But they all live in that okay. little thing. Please do not tell Mel that. I was saying, you Mel, need another reason to move yeah. to Rome. <laughs> Mel. Yeah, you'd be, you'd be planting tree, three trees and saving six cats. <laughs> <laughs> Mel just applied. Remember, was that on the last oh, podcast? Yeah, and yeah, she got yeah. like accepted got to like yeah. be a foster for kittens? Yeah. So that would like, be a honey, good like, place like, for, like, for like, Mel to go. No, don't, because she wouldn't come back. She's going to listen to this. Maybe someday I'll send her there. listen to this podcast. She won't get this far. You should send her for her next year's birthday. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Meanwhile, cat anthropologist Mel no. Lambert. Oh, okay. I thought Steve was going to give us another one of his Google uh, tidbits. Uh, I'll give you my last one. Okay. Um, uh, it's called uh, Porta Al- Alchemica. Okay. Porta Alchemica. <laughs> yeah, look at what, what happened with his head when he's saying that. His head like all twisted like it was coming up. It's, it's, uh, it's port. What? What did you uh, say? I don't know. Port wine. Okay. Just so it's an alchemical door. Um, so uh, pretty much there was a pink, uh, the legend has it. There's a pilgrim, mm-hmm. um, way back in the day, his name was Stebium, right? And, uh, he went to the back of this place where this place is. It's a park now. Sounds like an artificial sweetener. Let's go ahead and continue. Right. Oh, <laughs> it so, so where, where this thing is, it's, it's in a park and, um, this park used to be like, uh, the garden of this, this guy's big house or whatever. And he went to the back of this place to go try to find, a leaf that um, uh, some herb that can create gold mm-hmm. or whatever. And, oh, an alchemist. Right. Got it. Okay. Right. So um, is that, Pharmacist. is that where um, Porta Alchemica? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Alchemist. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, 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 <laughs> <Alchemica>. and, yeah. <laughs> so what happened was um, he ended up, uh, some mysterious door just popped up and he ended up just disappearing and leaving behind like some gold flakes and like um, some document. Um, what year is this? This is in uh, 1678. Okay. Um, it was where you can go and look at it. Um, next to it, there's like these uh, these two uh, statues. Um, it, it's the it's a it's a god. Oh, it's it's called I think Bess, which is an Egyptian god. Um, but anyway, he leaves like this document behind. Um, telling people how he achieved this thing, but it's just got a bunch of puzzling symbols, and no one has been able to kind of um, oh yeah figure th- figure them out yet. Um, but they built this thing in honor of this guy, or to I guess try to you know. But it, but out. it's not the actual door that he went into. That's exactly where he was when he went into the door. That's so in cool. The mysterious door that pops this is up. Something... Yeah, in his hallucination. So you were that like... Herb. So weird. In the herbs, yeah. <laughs> Got it. So if you... If, if if I was like waking up and just went for a jog around Rome, uh-huh. this is one of those things you'd run by uh-huh. and you would not stop. So it's like... Exactly. It's, it's like a wall so they like say, a door and two statues. Right. So they say... Tor- of, of, of Steve. Right. Tourists don't normally sure. go there, but locals for some reason go there. Wow, and I really guess, cool. you know, they try to... Mimic, get drunk and go through the door. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. Those are good. Those are good. Man, good you're job. nailing it. Yes. Yes. Please, yeah. Um, so you're, you're the winner for the night. Um, awesome. what is your buzz in for trivia? Um, you got it has to come mine's from Pantheon. Pantheon. Okay, Pantheon. go ahead. Mine is uh, Cestius. Pantheon. Se- really? No, no, no. I'll pick. Uh, Hestophocles. But that's not. No one said that. I yeah, said it. I just I said it. That's, no, that's my that's name. Not, that's my name for today. He all right. No, that, that's on the Greece. That's on the Greece episode. You asked okay. him. I'll say you said Julius Caesar, right? I'll say Julius. Okay. And what's I did yours? Say Julius. What's Caesar. yours? Has yeah. Pompey. 
Pompeii. Okay. okay. And Steve, yours is? Pantheon. Okay. So I have um, the, the the winner. No? <laughs> Not yet, Steve. The winner <laughs> last week it. was uh, Histopheles. Am I, am I, I, did. I, am I wrong? I did, I did win. Okay. I, didn't, so, I haven't got my gift yet. Well, but, but you got a, a juice from Royalty Juice Company now. Oh, street. right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But instead, I got you something else. Oh, is okay. it okay? Yeah, that's. Okay. I mean, well, is it better? Do you like how this door here is full of treasures? Do not. You're not allowed to go in this I'm door. I'm going to look you're afterwards. Look yeah. <laughs> Wait hey, a second. Can though. I have a question? Uh, sorry Wait for a side track. Okay. You can cut it out. But where are you guys? In my office. Where's your office? In my in, in my home, my house. Oh, what did what did you get? What is it for you? Has I'll throw it. Game of Thrones. Yeah. Oh, awesome. See. Wait, what is it? It's it's a collectible sword. Yeah. Here you want. Some oh, here. cool. You want a knife to open it with? Yeah, absolutely. Dude, I oh, get wait. nothing. I hope I got something. I get better. nothing. Steve, you have to win. I you bet you get, all of still, I mean, I, I <laughs> you, won, is, like, she mad? is she jealous right now? Yeah, That's amazing. So jealous. Okay. Probably because all my treats are you guys have already eaten when I haven't been here. <laughs> this is way better than wheat? the drink. Maybe not. Um, so I can show you what you. So, Steve, you're still playing with those golf balls you haven't won yet. And, uh, Seriously, I don't and even Erica is playing. Yeah. Erica's playing for this. Uh, it's it's a it's a, a a treat from Giving Keys. Wait, I love the Giving Keys. Yeah, I know. So Giving Keys. Giving Keys. Yeah. This sword is uh, Valyrian steel, <gasps> and uh, this was uh, Mormons. What's the guy? Uh, Mor Mormon. Mm-hmm. The guy, the one who got the 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 the. the the, oh uh, stone yeah, stone thing. disease. Yeah, right. His dad. His dad this was his dad sword, and he gave it to John yeah. Snow. Yeah, that John tried to give back to him, but he and, right. ha- and has his, has is a big fan of Game of Thrones, so I got him that. And then we so we have this Erica from the Giving Keys. You don't know what it is. So you open it up. Okay. This is awesome. but, you, but you got to win first. Okay. And then um, wait, what do I get? I got you. I got you these uh, balls. Medita- meditation balls. Oh, cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because balls. he loves oh, I could little... use that, yeah, Should definitely. I, maybe, maybe I shouldn't show you guys until you win what maybe. you've won. No, because maybe. now, now I'm really a have little to more motivated hard for this. This is to like win. so anticlimactic. Okay. No, I'm uh, No, you know what I do? When, I, when I'm out and about and I find something that could be, that you, one of you guys would like, I buy it. And then, and then, but you guys got to win it. So I've never done that for uh, you. We all, well, that's fine. We all know our, our buzzins. Yep. Okay. So um, here we go. So happy about uh, so the sword. I, I know you are. I know you are. So I'm playing the the anthem. This says a Spanish anthem. Italian. Does it come out? Hmm? Oh, yeah. super cool. Okay. Put, it, put it on my work desk. Okay. Is it still a wolf? I feel, I feel, like, I feel like you're a little distracted. Okay. By the sword. I want to win the. Uh, Is it a the, wolf? I, I, uh, you put yeah, it in its it sheath. That's so amazing. I want to win the, uh, the stress the, thing. So meditation, I'm gonna, meditation I'm gonna goes. Go, I'm going to yeah. go pretty, pretty okay. hard now. Uh, and then I'm Eric so can win something from the Giving Keys. We'll find out. It's a, it's a, it's a organization that's, that has mm, the homeless so people um, uh, stamping keys yeah, yeah. like like with fun messages on them and stuff like that. Yeah, like aspirational words. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, Salvation Army. Yep. Yeah. All right, here we go. So... Um, what twin brothers founded Rome? Yeah. Are we, are we yeah. allowed to Google? No. <laughs> yeah. My um, computer just died. Okay, so good. Okay. Anything. Oh, or uh, where did Rome get its name? From the Roman Julius. No. That would be from... Uh, uh, oh, I was buzzing in. Well, oh, yeah, sorry. Go ahead. You your buzzing word. Yeah, I that, did. That, that, no, that, she's right. That was <laughs> your buzzing word. Okay, go ahead. Um, from the Roman gods from Greece. Uh, it would be Ramus and Rom- uh, Romulus and Re- Remus and Romulus. 
Those are the two guys that were like, um, yeah, the Pantheon. T- yeah, go ahead, Steve. Uh, Ribis and Romulus. No, okay, got it. So Cheater. this is not okay. Not working out. Okay, uh, no points These so far. Um, how much money is collected every night from the Trevi Fountain? That's where people throw in. Um, oh, the, the the money to say to come back to Rome, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pantheon. Yeah, they... Go ahead, Steve. Uh, six pence. Okay, Steve says six pence, which is equal to a uh, dollar. Okay, good. So wait a second. Um, uh, who wins this? The closest? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. A thousand. Did you buzz in? Yeah, said so Julius. Uh, okay, good. A thousand? Uh, a thousand what? Dollars. Or euros. Let's get a thousand euros. Okay. Yeah. So Steve says one euro. Pompeii. Say, uh, go ahead. Hess? Oh, gosh. You, you're going to do... I think you're going to uh, do it. I think, you're going to do what I think you're going to uh, do. Uh, a thousand one. Yeah, that's what I thought he was going to do. I thought he was going to the price is right, Hess. No, it is. It's whoever's closest. So right now... So the answer is... 3,000 euros. Yes. So Hess gets it. Um, well, but, if I said $1,000, what does that equal in euros? Less. Less. So it's oh, not, it yeah. does, it, yeah. It, it was, it, <laughs> if it was more, if it was oh, more, I'd give it to you. If it, okay, it was worth yeah. like 1,200, I'd give it to you. Yeah, okay. so, so Hess has one point. Good job, Hess. And Steve was incredibly wrong. Um, they take the money from, the, from the, um, the fountain every night. They collect it. And then they give it to uh, uh, Caritas, which is a Catholic charity. And every year from that one fountain, they get a million dollars. Do you know the so collection incredible. process? How do, how do they collect? Uh, they go in. I think it go. They, they I think they sweep it into the the basin. Okay. So they sweeps it into some something that collects it at the bottom of it. Cool. Listen, um, I, I think if you uh, if you did the inflation rate over the years, the pence would go. probably be yeah. equal to and $3, the pe- so. and, the, and the pence have it. Uh, what animals protected in law in Rome so they can be seen living happily amongst the ancient ruins? Cats. Pantheon. Uh, uh, pa- uh, go ahead, Steve. The cat. Yep, that's Good right. Good job, Steve. Come on. Uh, he stole that from me. He did, but he did, but it's Hess, know, you, you, you didn't buzz in. Yes. So, uh, Hess, Hess, you forgot your buzzing word. Hess won, and Steve won. Erica, nothing. Zero. What is... Oh, you guys just aren't going to get this. But I'll ask it anyway. What is a vomitorium? I'll, I'll accept... Pompeii. Uh, what did you say, Steve? Hess. You said Hess. Okay, that does not Hess. count. Yeah. No, sorry. Hess, go ahead. Uh, uh, janitor? Uh, no. Interesting. Julius. Pantheon. Uh, Erica, go ahead. An outdoor amphitheater? Okay, no. Uh, Steve. <laughs> Whoever gets closest oh, will get bathroom. a point. Ah, it's interesting. Because they thought that what it was was that they would eat so much. Remember in um, uh, Hunger Games, they would eat so much they would go and vomit? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They thought that that's what that was. But in fact, it's when, it's, it is an exit to the Colosseum where people would exit um, and oh, it was sort of like the like the right. like the, the Coliseum was, was out, vomiting out. Yeah, Got it. Mm, so, I did learn that on my tour actually. Mm, mm. So that's no. Uh, I'll take that. that point. No, I'm not going to give it up. Yeah. Uh, what what actress became a star in the movie Roman Holiday? Oh, I didn't see that one. Really? Multiple choice. Um, yeah. Was it Audrey Hepburn? <laughs> Yes, it was. <laughs> um, okay, so here I was we go. About to Google it. The the first. Uh, this is the name of the first emperor of Rome, who also had. Pantheon. Go ahead, Steve. Um. <laughs> he just wanted to um, buzz in first. Uh, Caesar. No, who, Julius. No, who also had a month name after him? Uh, Julius. Oh yeah, sorry. August. Uh, I got August. Are you googling that? 
Ja. Augustus. Nothing. So Erica does not get a point. Because I was um, such a cheater. Pompey, she just gave it to me, Augustus. Because you're a cheater. The uh-huh. answer is is this. That's hilarious. Um, Damn. What is, what dome, this, I'm sorry, Erica, this is a tiebreaker, oh. you're out. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what is bigger, the dome of the Pantheon or the dome of St. Peter's Basilica? Pompey. Hess. Pantheon. I that said is. it in mine. That's correct. Yes, yeah. Hess, you won Hes, again. Two and two. I'm <laughs> so excited. Yeah, good job. Do you want to know what you win? The stress balls. Oh, you won the stress balls. That's right. I forgot. You're right. Good job. Wait, it's over. It is over. Wow. Oh my god. <laughs> going on with presents today. Yeah. Yeah. Lucky duck. Oh um, we have not decided what the next uh, week's episode is yet. Did I anyone got like it. to? Steve, um, go ahead. We're doing. We're doing Amsterdam. Fine. Okay. Yeah. So thank you for joining us on this episode of Zane's World. Next week we go to Amsterdam. Amsterdam. That's going to be kind of fun. There's a lot to talk about with Amsterdam. That's the blunt. (laughs) Uh, Steve and I went to Amsterdam, and I'm not going to say we got smoked out, but we kind of got smoked out. But anyway, (laughs) so uh, that is it. Please uh, tell your friends to to listen to the podcast, share the, the good word. Whatever that means. On, um, uh, on iTunes. Wednesday on iTunes. And, and, and subscribe. And make sure you check out the videos. We also have Zane's World videos as well. Thank you very much. Ad- uh, Adventure. When will the podcast air, Mr. Adventure? Uh, the podcast come out every, every Wednesday. Every at Wednesday at 6 a.m. Pacific time. We, like, we, you know, we can do that Eastern time out? so people can listen Eastern to it on the way to work. Eastern time. Yeah. So, it's, so it's 6 a.m. Eastern time. Mm-hmm. So now we're... No one came out yesterday. You know, Steve, this is, now Me we're on either, the B side. So I'm, I'm, I'm relinquishing control to you. Hess, you have good. You had an appointment that you got to get to. Uh, yeah. So we, so it's, yeah, Hess, we got five minutes. Five, five minutes for the B sides. Yeah, I got. Okay, it, I got it. all right, yeah. go ahead, Steve. All right, here we go. I got my uh, my first is my Zane question. Is it going to please not be about Boost Traveler? That'd be kind of awesome uh, if it wasn't. No, I got, I got <laughs> oh the memo, God. bro. All right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> How do you envision the Three Trees Project making an impact on the world? Wow, that's a great question. Yeah, that's beautiful. Do I want? Do, should I take it or Erica? I mean, you've you've. I think well, Erica both should of you take it. Get, take crack at it. All, All right, three of you. Okay, I want to hear it. I'll say mine. Just the intention of that of the project of 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 planting three trees is really to it. It's it's almost less about the act of what we're doing and the result of the of the planting of the trees that we're doing and, and really more to inspire people. Like you don't have to come and buy something from adventure to go out and plant three trees. And, and, and if, if listening to the podcast or, or talking about adventure or Zane's world or whatever it is, like inspires you to go plant three trees, you don't have to go and buy a sweatshirt to do it. Just go and do it. Like, yeah, but you're inspired. You're when people make a purchase from your company, you're planting three trees. What are you doing with that? We're planting three trees. So, so, so right now we are talking to different organizations. One that we went and talked to was Archangel Tree Project, which is in uh, Michigan, uh, a place called Cope, Mich- Michigan, just south of uh, of Traverse Cities in northern Michigan. Um, yep. And and they do. Has, it's okay. You can open up your stress balls. No. It's the B sides. We don't care. You can. You know yeah. You're supposed to do with these, right? You just They're not spin supposed to touch. Yeah, that's you to can touch. play with your balls on B roll. Oh my gosh! <laughs> can I try them? Yeah. Um, do they make a noise? They do if if they sh- if you shake them. Yeah. 
No, 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 just well, shake him. Just let, shake him. Let me, let me yeah. follow up. Let me, let me end the question here. I, okay. I think it's uh, incredibly admirable that you would align yourself uh, with, you know, a project like that to plant trees, to, to save the ozone layer, to, uh, you know, make, uh, get people aware about, you know, the importance of, you know, cutting down trees and replanting trees. Important, and, important uh, no, cutting I'm, down I'm trees. I'm proud to be a part of it. Thanks, buddy. Now I feel like the guy from Game of, of Thrones who who carries his um, testicles in a bag in, his, in a bag. Who does that? The guy, the the guy, the bald guy. What's his name? Oh, the, the eunuch. Yeah, the yeah. Eunuch. yeah. I didn't realize that he did that. Yeah, That's amazing. <laughs> um, are they sure? Is he sure that they're his? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I hope so. You know, so we, the adventure balls it, everywhere. adventure is really. <laughs> we were talking about balls and adventure at the same time. We we're supposed <laughs> to cur- anyway. It's a B side. Um, so so you know, like we're encouraging people to travel. When you travel, you create a carbon footprint. What does that mean? You're creating carbon dioxide with the travel travel means that you have. Unless you're walking, even if you're walking, to be honest with you. And so we're giving you the the ability to offset your carbon footprint by by knowing that if you buy this jacket to travel with, tra- that we are taking the responsibility of, of planting three trees. So you don't have to go out and do anything yourself. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll do it for you. And so that's, yeah, I mean, that's really the intention behind it. I mean, the fact that you can offset anything in this day and age is uh, is pretty intense. What does that so even mean? I love it's it. It's amazing. I love it. Mm. All right. Well, now I will leave you with um, my my monologue of the week, which is my Shakespearean drawl. So okay. you're just oh all going to have to sit back yeah. and listen. When okay. you're done, will you just hang up the phone and then that's where we'll, how we'll end the episode? Yeah, yeah. Okay. that's it. I'll just, I'll just get off and you guys can comment on it. Okay. We'll just hang um, this is from one of my favorite plays, Othello. This is uh, Act 1, Scene 3. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is Iago, who is one of the most brilliant um, antagonists in Shakespearean history. Thus do I ever make my fool my purse. For I mine own gain, knowledge should profane. If I would time expand with such a snipe, but for my sport and profit, I hate the more. And it is thus abroad, twixt my sheets, he's done my office. I know not if nothing is true. But I, for mere suspicion of that kind, will do it for surety. He holds me well. The better shall my purpose work on him. Cassio's a proper man, let me see how to get oh his place and to plume up my will. I'm double knavery. How? How? Oh Let's see, after some time, to abuse a fellow's dear, that he is too familiar with his wife. He had the person in the smooth disposed to be suspected, framed to make women fall. More the best part. is of a free and open nature really that trying. thinks men honest that but seem to be so and will as tenderly be led by the nose as asses are. I have it! It is engendered. Everybody's got a life monkey. Not free of birth. The world's life. Yes. Oh, so good. Love you guys. See you, buddy. Oh, man. Oh, my God. Oh, gosh. That was a good one. Holiday tips and fun facts from Paul, Kristen, and Dexter at Total Wine & More. My friends still rave about the Prosecco I brought last year. Let me help make your Friendsgiving unforgettable. Bordeaux is one of the world's most popular red blends, made from Cabernet, Cab Franc, and Merlot. It also makes the perfect gift for your picky boss. Having turkey and all the fixings? I suggest an easy-drinking Pinot Noir. For white drinkers, try an unoaked Chardonnay. Whether you're entertaining or just bringing the wine, we'd love to share our always low prices and ridiculous selection with you this holiday. Now offering same-day delivery at TotalWine.com. Cheers!